We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Good afternoon and welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Got my good friend Neil Paul here with me. What's up, man? How are you? Good. And we're on Facebook Live. That's scary. That is really scary. Because when you see yourself and you're like looking back at yourself, it's a little scary. But, I mean, what do you do? The show must go on. That's right. (laughs) You know, this is the bad part because for so many years I've been told I had a face for radio. And now you actually do have a face with radio and it's... Yeah. Again, it's scary. Five years I got away without doing this. Now Rate, they're telling me I need and, to do it. And now that your ratings are going to drop. <laughs> Trying something new behind us here. Uh, kind of showing off some love for some of the people that, that support the show. Good stuff back there, yeah. too. Um, just, you know, nice to see, uh, you know, Costa Sunglasses. It's it's sunny and, and, and rainy, or not sunny. <laughs> Uh, it's very rainy, cold out there, and rainy Neil. out today. But I got to co- always never leave home without the Costas and uh, Afco and Greenfish yeah. Tackle, Zoom Baits, some Department, of the, the Department staples. of Natural Resources. That's right. Yeah. S- spent some time with those folks this week. We had a great time. Yep, good. Um, look, there, there, there's a couple things in the headlines before we get into you know our show today. Look, people, there, there's there's a couple things in the headlines that just defrosted me this week. One of them is professional. One of them's in the outdoors. Um, the professional one is: look, tax refunds are going to be down. It's not because your taxes are up; it's because when they passed the new tax law, they they lowered over bracket, and in turn, the IRS went back and redid the withholding tables. So when you hear in the news media, "Oh man, it's uh, everybody's getting less refund." It, look, it's not less refund; you're just having less withheld. That, that's it. It's real simple. The other thing is, go, go ahead. I know. No, I was just going to say it's always a victory for me when I get something back and don't have to pay anything. So, uh, regardless of the amount, just be happy you're not having to give more. See, I always, I always like to owe something. That's just me. Uh, the, the other thing in the in the news is zombie deer. It, look, we're not about to be overrun with zombie deer. It's just not happening. It is. CWD, and for some reason or another, Dr. Bastian got on, and I think it was a plea for funding, got on, um, had a big news conference up in Pennsylvania talking about this miracle cure that's going to come back and and be done with CWD. Uh, but there, all the news media has picked it up as, as zombie deer. And it's just, it's CWD. Deer infected with CWD are not walking around like zombies, and they're not going to attack you. And there's no cure. It's not a bacterial infection. It is a prion. He came out with his, his study back in 2011. And, um, you know, I, I think this, this whole push he's had on, on media and all this is because he needs funding. So there's my rant for this week. I'm, I'm done now. It's on to more and, and better things. The rain. Goodness gracious alive. How, it, how much bigger is Lake Hartwell today than it was Monday? 
I mean, I can honestly tell you I have the core app over here on my <laughs> phone, but when I crossed it today, um, before I left town, I was like, holy smokes. Oh yeah. This thing's up. And I'm supposed to, I'm planning on going fishing Tuesday. So I'm pretty excited about, uh, the water being up actually. Yeah. It's, uh, I, uh, I had to make a quick and, trip. And dirty water. And so dirty water. I'm looking yeah. forward to, to both of those conditions on Tuesday. I don't like dirty water. I like, I like stained water. That stuff out there now is just like. It looks like Yoohoo. Holy You smoke. ride over to Lake and there's parts that looks like a Yoohoo. <laughs> and, and that's, I mean, it's, that can be fun. And, yeah. it listen, if fishing were, and we talk about this all the time, if fishing were easy, everybody could do it. And, mm. If they could. Everybody, one. no, everybody could do it. If it were just as simple as going and dropping a line in a, in a crystal clear body of water and you see everything down there, you can see the structure, you can see the fish, you can see whatever's down there, then it'd be easy. Anybody could do it. But when it's raining and oh, yeah. cold and oh, the yeah. wind's blowing and yep. the water's dirty and you can't see what's going on and the things are flooding and floating in the water. <laughs> That's when it's fun. Okay. Are you kidding me? You say so. I look at my fish a little bit differently <laughs> then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you, if you go to the Woods and Water South Carolina Facebook page, I had to go across the Broad River and Turkey Creek yesterday. And my goodness, it's unreal the amount of water that we are carrying in the state right now. I understand they opened the floodgates of Lake Lure last night which means more water is going to go down through the broad all the way through Columbia. I'd hate to see what Columbia looks like right now. But, um, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'd be thankful for the rain. It, Back in 2008 it, when we had, you know, the 10-year drought on Lake Hartwell, mm -hmm. we were all wishing for some of this. Oh, yeah. And I told somebody actually on the phone coming up here today, they were complaining about the rain, and I said, you know, when when this stuff finally stops and it warms up this summer, my fear is that we're going to be in for a long, dry Hot summer, and, and you'll want one of these days. So could be, could you be. know, monitor the complaining just a little bit. <laughs> but on a serious note, though, for folks that are experiencing flooding and um, in difficult conditions, whether it's uh, personally or professionally, obviously we don't want to see that. So you know, our, our our hearts and our prayers are with those those folks. But um, but it's it's incredible to see the amount of water that we've taken on just. You know, just here recently with the rain, and it's still coming through. Well, it's supposed to clear up a little bit tomorrow, and be not much, not much. I, I, I'm going to be in Hilton Head Monday. I'm going out with those search Monday, and it looks like it's like mostly sunny, highs around 65 or something. So it's going to moderate. At least down there, it's going to moderate. I noticed there's almost like a little, I don't know, like a little wall south of us kept all this stuff just below 85 and north. It hasn't come across the coast as much, although. I got a couple of buddies here fishing guys down in Charleston, and they're, every time it sprinkles, they complain. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's uh, let's hit a few things from the calendar events right quick. Brought to you by Green Pond Landing and Event Center, and visit Anderson. That's right, that's right. And we're going to get to a bunch of fishing stuff here shortly. But uh, the Quality Deer Management Association, the Piedmont Branch, is having their eighth spring, annual spring classic on March the first. It's going to be at Indigo Hall in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. You can. Bart Little John's your is your contact, but um, uh oh, I gotta. <laughs> I should bust in at any moment and take you two dudes. <laughs> Jones, thank you, Ellie. Uh, somebody Taylor said the sound's not working. That's not good. Um, anyway, I'll work on that during the break. Uh, Bart Little John's your contact. Dinner at 
Doors open at 6, dinner's at 7. That's Friday, March the 1st. This is coming Friday. March the 2nd, Saturday night, the 22nd annual Rock Springs Critter Cook. This is always a good one. $10 per person, $15 door. Uh, wild game dinner. They're going to have a special guest speaker, Sid the Slide Bream. He's going to be speaking. That's right. Rounding third and headed for home. As a brown-eyed, handsome man, and he made it. As a catcher, if you can believe that. That's right. Francisco Cabrera. <laughs> that's right. People forget he's the one that drove him in. Yeah, that's right. So Sid's going to be the speaker that Saturday, March 2nd, Rock Springs Baptist Church. Uh, where the Wild Things Run and Walk, 5K, down at the Kawkaw Interpretive Center. Uh, that's in Charleston County. Walkers, joggers, and runner, come explore your wild side. On the scenic nature trail at Kawkaw Interpretive Center, Kawkaw is actively managed for a variety of wildlife and a favorite habitat for rare, rare wildlife, so there's also the chance you may see a wild thing or two. And you can go to Charleston County Parks and Recreation for more of that. FN days at Palmetto State Armory. That could be fun. FN for Breek Nash now, for those of you who don't know the, the acronym, FN's Gunmaker and uh, Palmetto State Armory in Greenville. You're going to be able to go out on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Representatives from FNUSA will be on on site letting you demo some of the latest products. That's it. Oh, man. Yeah. Bunch of the new gun- Oh, yeah. Okay. And then on March 7th, the Foothills QDMA Oysterose is happening uh, here in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, I think I'm going to be at that one. I, I'm, I might be down at Web Center for the quail seminar, but uh, Rick Counts and I are talking about I need to talk to Rick, and he said this was a good one to go to. This is actually the one I need to be a member of, so I'm going to get more involved in that. So anyway, that's, look, it's just a few things for you to uh, to start finding something to go outside and do. Most of this stuff is inside, but there's lots of stuff outside. you got to go outside to get there. So. That's right, and you, get, you can take the back roads when you go. All right, hang on through the break. More Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side. Got a couple of bobbleheads in here. <laughs> the music's good. Night at the Roxbury. I can't even do that. I'm not even going to try to do it. <laughs> I watched that the other night. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I've checked everything on my end. I know if the if the sound's not working, I apologize. It's supposed to be working. I got a text that it wasn't working. So we'll see. It might be Taylor just messing with us. Maybe a blessing, too. It could be a blessing, too. All right. Um, busy, busy, busy season for fishing on Lake Hartwell. Yes, very busy. You know, in the follow-up, we just had probably our most, you know, in our 14-year history at Visit Anderson, we just had our most successful um, year from a business standpoint in 2018 and follow-up on the fact that, the Corps of Engineers uh, released uh, numbers back in July that estimated 10.5 million people would utilize Lake Hartwell and the facilities around Lake Hartwell in 2018, which, uh, as I've said before, you know, to put that into some type of numerical perspective, the most visited national parks in America draw around 12 million people annually, which is the Great Smoky Mountains. So it'd be the second most visited national park in America if the lake were a national national park so what do you do to kind of follow up on on that kind of year well we've booked uh enough tournaments and 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 events that we have 
We feel like we've got a great slate um, on the on the docket for for 2019. We just you know since we visited last, we've had the uh, striped bass challenge right. uh, to open up January, and that's a, an, a striper uh, tournament that raises money th- uh, or donations through canned good donations for local food banks, and we raised 57,000 pounds of food for our local food banks in Anderson County. So that was obviously a very successful event, and we're getting ready next week. One of the things we're, I guess, going to talk about today is the Mossy Oak Fishing Bassmaster High School Open, the first high school open of the year for bass will take place next weekend, and we're hosting the first event at Lake Hartwell. And and as of uh, earlier this week and talking to the folks at Bass, we're right now looking at somewhere between 175 and 200 boats. So we're looking forward to to that event next week. You're you're actually going to come and help us out. Oh yeah, a uh, semi con- a contracted hand with yes. with the folks at Bass next week to go out and cover the event from a media standpoint. Ma'am. So looking forward to having you out there and and obviously showing off the facility and 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 our lake to to the folks at Bass and the number of large number of high school anglers and and their parents that are going to come in and experience the weekend with us. Yeah, it's uh. It's going to be a fun time. I mean, uh, I get to go out and ride around the boat, shoot some pictures of these kids, cover the way in, and uh, and write a story. Oh, it's, it's going to listen, be, it's it's a lot, be fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a great experience. And also, it's a great experience for the kids, right? the young people that are participating, because now it gives them an opportunity. Not only are they out fishing, but they have to learn now to how to incorporate the media aspect of it into their game. So it's nice that the folks like Bass are putting efforts into covering uh, extensively covering the high school fishing because now kids are having to to be taught early how to how to perform uh, from the standpoint of PR on Absolutely. stage how to how to conduct themselves in a boat how to conduct themselves in front of other people because more eyes more ears are on them than ever before and it's it's part of the training ground that gets them to the point of of where they want to be which is fishing at the next level whether it be college professional or whatever <laughs> what is it they uh they tell them for the ones that don't like to talk, get up there and thank your your God, your thank, coach, your parents. Thank God, your coach, your parents, and your boat, boat captain. captain. <laughs> and that's, so a, that's, that's a pretty easy rule to live by. That's a pretty easy one to live by. And they uh, and and you'll you'll hear a bunch of them get up there, and that's what they do. They kind of look down at the ground. Yeah, I want to thank my God, my my coach, my parents, my boat captain. Yeah, but it, it is an early training training ground for them. It, it really is. And I some mean, of them really shine. Mm-hmm. Some of them really shine. You get some really the girls especially. And for those of you who don't know, there there are a lot of girls that fish high school fishing. A lot of young ladies. There's some really good they little sticks good. out there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Trad Whaley's daughter being one of them. She yep. is good. Um, high school next weekend. We yep. had the striped bass tournament. We're getting ready for the big one, which is the elites. That's right. And in you April. know, I just the elites will be the first the uh, April fourth through the seventh. The Bassmaster mm-hmm. Elite Series ascends on Lake Hartwell in Green Pond Landing. It's the We've had three Bassmaster Classics at Lake Hartwell. We've never had the Elite Series. So this is our first time to host the Elites at Lake Hartwell. We're super excited about it. Uh, Bass has started the 2019 season with just tremendous energy at their first two events at Palatka, Florida, and the St. Johns River, and then at Lake Lanier last week. Uh, great crowds and uh, a lot of enthusiasm around those events. And obviously we've got our work cut out for us because now we've got to – We've got to make to to maintain it. We can't have a dip in uh, our performance at in Anderson and at Lake Hartwell and Green Pond. So 
we've we've been meeting we've we were meeting already before now but we had another meeting yesterday to sort of put some plans in place we're working on an exciting expo to take place on saturday and sunday with the folks at bass i don't think it's too far out for me to go ahead and mention we've got I've been able to communicate with a, uh, a gentleman that's become a very dear friend of mine mm. over the past few years, Doyle Hodgen yep. from, uh, out of North Carolina. Doyle is, uh, some of you may recognize the name. He back in the day fished, uh, on the Bassmaster Tournament Trail, but he is credited with inventing the front runner, the lure. Okay. And, uh, he invented the front runner, but he also has in his possession a one of the 24 Boats, the Mer Cruisers by Rebel, that fished the very first Bassmaster Classic. Wow! And, and it's a tremendous story uh, how he uh, obtained it, but uh, it was about a two-year uh, renovation process to to bring it back to new, restore it back to its original condition. Um, but he got—I mean, God bless him—he got it for a song and a dance, and he has, and it's a—it's been a great. Um, a great tool for him to promote bass fishing, promote bass. And, uh, we've been able to communicate. And, uh, again, I consider him a dear friend and we've got it worked out. He's going to bring the boat to, uh, Anderson and it's going to be on display, uh, at, at Green Pond, uh, during all four days of the tournament, weigh-ins on Thursday and Friday. And then it'll be a part of the expo on Saturday and Sunday. So, He'll be able to answer questions, kind of tell his story, but it's a really cool opportunity next year is to, that we will just have come off of the 49th Bassmaster Classic in March. The 50th Classic awaits and, uh, what a cool opportunity to come out and see one of the original boats. If it, boat number 17, boat number, a, 17. Boat number 17, as a matter of fact, and if what, if people don't realize or don't remember kind of the history behind it, the original, um, anglers that fished that classic he put were on a plane, didn't he? Ray Scott put yeah. tw- the 24 competitors, put 24 guys on a plane in Atlanta and they took, had no idea where they were going. It was a mystery lake and somewhere mid flight, he told them that they were going to be on Lake Mead just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. When they got there, the 24 boats were, um, already there. Two quick stories. The 20, oh. no, the 24 boats were shipped in from Rebel. They were originally supposed to be Ranger boats. Ranger boats had a fire in their facility that year that prohibited them from being or kept them from being able to make the boats for the first classic. So that's how Rebel got the contractor, got the deal to make the 24 boats. There are actually 26 boats. Um, two had outboard engines on them. The rest of them were inboards. Mm. And uh, stealing a little bit of Doyle's thunder here, but the, <laughs> the boat, the 12 boats made it in time for the anglers. So Ray Scott actually sent the 24 participating pros in the first classic actually went out on practice day and fished two in a boat. Oh my goodness. And then the two, and then the, the next 12 came in before the tournament started the next day. So everybody had their own boat for tournament day. Uh, one boat was kept, I think, as a reserve and Ray Scott officially started the tournament out of another boat. So there were originally 26 boats, two with outboard engines and, and, and 24 with inboards, and this is one of the inboards. It's boat number 17. The 17 still on it, and um, but we're going to have it in Anderson to display at the uh, at the event coming up in April. So it's really cool. We're really excited about it. And if you talk to Forrest Wood and ask him one of those moments in his life, he'll talk about that fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. It's, it's, it's cool one of those things that just a lot of. It's just one of those things in the history of 
bass fishing, particularly the classic, that you just kind of, because now they're 49 deep into this, you know, you often don't talk about some of those things. But, yeah, it's yeah. been a pretty cool story. I forgot to call somebody during the 15-minute break. Got our mystery guest is going to be on. Um, but he wanted to, he was out on the lake fishing. And uh, he told me to call him and remind him just in case he forgot. So I forgot to call him. So now we'll see if we can get him in. Um, that's going to be cool having that boat there. Real quick, we got a couple minutes. Anything? What else is coming this year to well, Green Pond? The elites are coming in April fourth through the seventh, and then following the elites in April, also we're hosting for the first time the Fishers of Men National Tournament Trail. We're hosting their national championship um, at Hart, at Lake Hartwell in in April. So we have those. We have um, the the Palmetto Boat Center High School Tournament Trail will be in uh, later in April, and then coming up in May, another first time event. We have. Um, we have inked a three-year contract with uh, Crappie USA, and I know I'll get beat up for saying Crappie <laughs> uh, in the state of South Carolina. The Crappy USA, yeah, Crappy USA. Thank you. We've signed a three-year uh, uh, contract with them, and the first event's coming up the first weekend of of um, May, and so we're excited about having those folks. And it'll have a, a kids rodeo on Saturday morning. Okay. After the uh, event starts, we'll have a kids' rodeo. We'll have more information out about that soon. And then the tournament, and they'll weigh in and all that good stuff at, at Green Pond Landing as well. So super excited about the stuff that we have on the docket for this year coming up in the fall. Just to kind of round out the yeah. year, we've got the Bass Nation Championship again. You've had that and, before. Uh, we did in 2017. It's really cool. The Bass Nation Championship will send three guys to the 50th Bassmaster Classic. And it's a really diverse event. You know, I tell people it's probably one of the most diverse events that we've had in our county when you consider the fact that anglers from 47 states and nine countries participate in that event. So we'll have them in our community. And then we've got another tournament coming later in November, early December, that we haven't announced yet that we're pretty excited about as well. So that should be coming up soon. And all of this brings in how much money to Anderson County? The total economic impact for Green Pond to not just Anderson County but the upstate of South Carolina has exceeded now fifty million dollars in the four years that that this facility's been open. All because of a boat ramp. It's un, it's <laughs> it's been an unbelievable it's been an unbelievable ride so far. I can tell you that, and we're just getting started. Absolutely. Well, Wanil, um, we got a pretty good one coming up next hat next hour. You've and, helped me out, so I'm looking it, forward it, to it myself. It's gonna be fun, y'all. Tune in. I'm sorry if you're on Facebook. I can't get sound working. I'll work on it maybe through the break. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. We just, I just ended the Facebook Live. You're not going to enjoy this because you can't hear us talking. And, and we got a pretty good guest. He's actually on the VIP line as surprise guest. And who is it? He's not, he's not just the black silhouette I posted on Facebook. He is. That wouldn't even be his silhouette. No, anyway. it's not his silhouette. It's as close as I could get, but, uh, yeah, I could I could have put a girl up there. That wouldn't have gone over well. But anyway, he is uh, he is from South Carolina. He has represented us so well over the years, uh, both on the FLW. He's a, an FLW Cup winner. He's a Bassmaster Classic winner. Uh, made the trans. This is going to give it away right here. He made the transition from the boat to the studio set last year. That's right, two years ago, and is a just a one of the. 
I don't know how to say it because he, all those guys on there are, are good, Ronnie and all those guys. But having somebody from South Carolina on Bass Live when you tune in is just – it's an incredible feeling. And he is – and they sprung this on him at the live a couple weeks ago. He is the newest inductee into the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. And I want to welcome Davey Height back to Woods and Water, South Carolina again. Davey, uh, how are the fish biting today? Uh, not quite as well as yesterday. Um, I'm down at Lake Eufaula with my son fishing. Uh, yesterday we only fished about a little over half a day. I, I left home yesterday morning and drove down, and uh, we fished until dark yesterday. And caught about 20 largemouth bass. <laughs> and today we've been out here uh, for most of the day and haven't caught as many, but still having fun. It's a beautiful day. It's uh, Yesterday and today it was uh, 80 couple degrees for a high. So. Oof. It's, it's been very pleasant. I know the weather in South Carolina hasn't been quite so good the last two days. No, it hasn't been. No, it hasn't, Davey. And you've caught about you caught about eighteen more bass on Eufaula <laughs> yesterday than I did the last time I was there. So good for you. Well, you know, it's, it's ironic that, that my son Parker, he's stationed at Fort Finn, and you know, he was a West Point grad. And right. He's an army army officer now, and and uh, he's real close, Columbus, right here at Lake Eufaula, and. Yeah. And 25 years ago, almost to the day, I won my first Bassmaster tournament ever on Lake Eufaula. So it's it's pretty neat being back here 25 years later. Parker was uh, have some pictures of Ray Scott holding him in his hands, and <laughs> he's a little too big to hold in your arms right now. I can tell you that. I was fixing to say uh, I, it was a different picture of him then than now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> well, congratulations because that's a tremendous memory, yeah, it is. and uh, got to be a tremendous moment for you two down there enjoying. Enjoying Lake Eufaula and enjoying some time on the water. I mean, it's, it doesn't get any better than that. It certainly doesn't. And, and like I said, yesterday we were blessed with about 20 bass, so that, that made it great. But, I mean, we've done okay today, but kind of got spoiled yesterday. Came came out here for the first time in quite a while and just started immediately catching them. And uh, you know how fishing is. Every oh, yeah. day is not going to be perfect. But if you're out fishing with your son on a beautiful Saturday, hey, Shoot. Uh, a bass is a bonus. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Look, congratulations on the Hall of Fame uh, induction this year. Man, What they, they sprung that to you. Kind of kind of came out of nowhere on that one because everybody knew it beforehand, and then they, they told you why you were on live. Tell us a little bit about that one. Well, yeah, they sprung it on me. And, and for the last two years, I've been talking on live and I've kind of gotten used to having something to say, uh, no matter what pops up <laughs> when you're doing live like that you have to always kind of be on your p's and q's but it, it caught me off guard i had no idea and um was at a loss for words I, I didn't know what to say it was a quite an honor and and humbling and you know i, I really did, still don't have words that can really describe how it feels because you know i, I was blessed beyond uh, what i deserve to to be able to win a few things in my career and and i certainly enjoy what i'm doing now and i'm still involved right in Right in the middle of everything with BASS, and uh, for, for that that honor to come along now in my career, um, you know, just just absolutely amazing. And my wife and my two sons, uh, I mean, they're very very proud that, that that happened for me, and and they know how much it means to me also. Well, and Davy, on on just kind of to follow up on that, I remember, you know, I was I was still in college at the time when you won the uh, the Cup and Classic back to back, and I, re- I just remember as being a uh, a young person, I, and I know I communicated this to you on social media recently, but being a young person and and 
and being a fan of the sport of bass fishing and having somebody from your home state win the the championship in both professional tours in back-to-back years, I mean, that was just tremendous. I can remember how much pride I had as a young person knowing that the champion, the world champion from both sport, from both uh, professional tours was from right here in South Carolina. And I, and I mean this uh, from the bottom of my heart. I mean, there's been many times that I stood in the boat or stood on the bank and pretended I was Davy Hyde, uh, slinging, wow. slinging a rod. And, and no, I, and I mean that in this and to have had the opportunity as we've gone down the road to have, to have met you through the, uh, the hosting fishing tournaments and the, and the fishing business and then to, to get to know you now a little bit as a person. I, I tell people all the time, you guys, he was a tremendous angler, but he's an even better person. Oh yeah. As you get to know him and he's, and just so much fun. So I, I can't imagine. I had the opportunity. I was at Lanier last week when the announcement came out and actually went down and marshaled for three days at the elite event. And just to be able to be down there and hear the reception and in the conversation among the other anglers and the other folks down there. I mean, it, not a, not a more deserving person than you. So congratulations. Well, Neil, uh, thank you so much for the kind words. That, that really means a lot. You know, I've just, I've been blessed and I was just a, country boy from Saluda, South Carolina <laughs> that uh, learned to fish out of a 14-foot aluminum boat and with a start out with a 9.9, graduated to a 15 and then to a 35 and just right on up the ladder, slowly but surely. And, you know, I, I stood on the front of my John boat, imagine being some, <laughs> some guys that I'd never met. And, you know, uh, we all have people that we look up to. And, you know, I never, I never envisioned myself as someone that someone would look up to but it certainly means a lot i do appreciate that yeah it's great um man we have had our you our bass has had two barn burner tournaments if 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 you can say that word anymore um man down on the saint john's with rick clun winning and all those big fish coming across the stage and then the weather on uh, lanier and and those guys ramping up the pounds every day been quite a start for the year yeah, Roger, it's been incredible. I don't know if you really could have drawn it up any better than the start that we've had. Uh, you know, this being a, a a different year for BASS had a you know some some new faces fishing the Bassmaster Elite Tournament Trail. But gosh, there are so many good fishermen now. And, and I, I I did a seminar or was doing a show with with Jimmy Houston just a couple weeks ago in Indianapolis, and and you know. Jimmy's a little older than me. I know, I guess you feel really old when you get inducted to the Hall of Fame. If you're still alive, you think, man, that's great. But, but Jimmy is certainly some, one of the iconic people in our sport. And, and, and we talked one on one about the changes and, and everything. And the one thing that, that I brought up and he agreed with me 100% that they're just, there are a lot of, of great fishermen in this country right now and from other countries that want to come over and, and fish the Bassmaster Tournament Trail and just excited to see uh, some new faces. But then, gosh, how can you how can you start the season any better than Rick Clun winning where he won the last time we were there uh, in the Bassmaster Elite Series? Um, the same place with, with bigger fish and more total weight. I don't know how you draw that up any better. And Paul Mueller, I mean, what a what a great great person in our sport he got his first victory at lanier right after that right those those big spotted bass at lanier i mean they they weren't nine pounders like rick clun caught several on that final day and and they were there was an 11 called and a few tens but a five pound spotted bass you know in 20 pound stringers 
you know, five spotted bass weigh 20 pounds. That's absolutely incredible. To me, that's like catching a 30 pound stringer of large yeah. It was, it was pretty incredible. You know, I, I was down at uh, Neil and I took a road trip down to, uh, Palatka for the last day. And, uh, and backstage, I think Rick was, they were wanting some pictures of him. And somebody said, Neil down beside the, the, the trophy. And Neil said, he's, Rick said, I don't think I can kneel down because I might not be able to get back up. I mean, he was worn out. <laughs> well, he's absolutely incredible. Uh, we all know that term, tournament fishing is, is very demanding physically and mentally. And for him to be doing it as long as he has and continue doing it, it's, it's just absolutely incredible. And, you know, like I said, it, it couldn't have been any, any better, I don't think, than to see Rick Klein win once again. Uh, he's had so many victories. I think that was about number 16 or so for him. Um, he, he's had, you know, on the biggest stage for, for so long and it's absolutely incredible. And I, I'll have to admit, I, I never dreamed to be professional fishing when I was 72 years old. I'm glad I got offered a job just to talk about fishing here <laughs> a couple of years ago. And, well, and, and mentioning, talking about uh, Rick Klein Davey and his, the success he's had, I, and, and with the changes going on in the, in the industry and kind of a new year for bass this year, one of the things I heard him say recently in an interview on Bass on Bassmaster Radio was, um, with the changes, he said, you know, folks are not going to recognize a lot of the names on the Elite Series this year, but what I would challenge you to do is don't listen to the names, listen to the results. And if you listen to the results, you'll learn the names. Talk a little bit about, one, the influx of young talent, but then also I got, you know, because that speaks well to the college program and what bass has done there but also with a guy like paul Mueller winning and him coming out of the, the nation side that's got to be two really great plugs for the nation uh the bass nation as well as the um the college series yeah absolutely neil it's when when i mentioned earlier about jimmy houston and i agreeing that there are so many more great fishermen now than than there were 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago, uh, and even a little longer than that in, in Jimmy's case. And, and it's, it's a credit to the high school, the, the college fishing, the nation, the, you know, federation. It was called when, when I was, you know, I, I came up through those same ranks too. And, and to give, when you have thousands of people trying to, to be a Bassmaster Elite Series pro and you only until this year open up for about 10 new anglers each year, it's tough to, to get those guys out there and, and to, to be seen and, and have exposure. But now we've, we've certainly done that with a few new faces and, and certainly a lot of, you know, veterans, including a Rick Klein and a David France, a Jay Yellis. I mean, all those guys are, are still fishing BASS. And, um, it, it's just a great opportunity for some people to, to show their skills. Patrick Walters from South Carolina has <laughs> is, is had a great start. He's excelled at every, at every level and, and he, he deserves to be on the biggest stage, and this year he has had that opportunity, and he's capitalized on that. And speaking of Patrick Walters and and and, and this, our success as a state, uh, two guys after two events: Patrick Walters in fourth, Brandon Cobb from nearby Greenwood in seventh. Two of those young guys in the top ten in uh, Angler of the Year points just after two events. Yeah, absolutely incredible, and both. It, both of those guys, everyone in South Carolina that keeps up with tournament fishing knew that, that those two names were, you're going to hear more of them, but uh, for them to be on the Bassmaster Elite Series trail now, uh, they're going to, the, the nation is going to know who they are and, and how good they are. They're, they're, and, and 
I, I have to say this. They they are great fishermen, but both of those young men are great people. They're, they're yeah. great to meet and to talk to and to, to be around, and they love the sport and, and will represent BAS as well. Yeah, when I was uh, when we came down to Palak, I was out on Sunday mor- uh Saturday morning. I went up, Sunday morning, uh, I'm so tired and strung out from traveling, I can't keep things straight. Um, I was out with on Patrick, and and you know I've I've been out on Patrick since 2015 when he and Geddes won down on Lake Murray, and that that Sunday and the wind was blowing, there's a little rain going through. And one of the times he passed by me leaving to go somewhere else, he said, "Does this take you back to Lake Murray, Roger?" And I was like. Yeah, it does, Patrick. I said, because we've been on this water before. He, uh, yes, absolutely. He what? is one kid that when he puts his head down and starts fishing, there's nothing else that crosses his mind. No, and, and I'll even add this, and David, you, you, you can chime in on this. I told the folks at Bass, uh, on the media side, I said, think about the talent that Patrick Walters brings to the table. He, he overcame Geddes as a fishing partner in college. And so not only has he overcome Geddes, but he's now excelled at the elite series. So he had, he had, uh, he had overcome a lot to get there and he's made the most of his opportunity. Well, I give Geddes such a, I give Geddes such a hard time. I was going to take it easy on him, but since you brought that up, that's a great point, Neil. A great point. Well, I, I will tell you, I will go back to 2015 on Lake Murray and, 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 and when college, you're fishing a team. There's two of you on the boat, and also it's it's you're not there by yourself. And and I got a picture of Geddes with the net in one hand and a fish in the net, and in his other hand there's another fish, and he's rolling back on the deck of the boat because Patrick is catching him so fast. And I said, you know, yeah, he may have had to overcome Geddes's mouth, but you got to have a good net man. And Geddes did a great job of netting fish for Patrick. <laughs> Well, it's it's awesome to have a partner that uh, Geddes says he found all those fish that Patrick always caught, and it's great to have a partner that is that is not doesn't have an ego, and he'll just he'll just show his partner where to catch and 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 hold the net, and that's yeah. what Geddes has always done. Oh, absolutely, and we give him a hard time, but he's done a tremendous job, and we all love him to death. Yeah. And that's if we didn't, we wouldn't give him a hard time. Davey, you're the you're the first angler from. The first South Carolina angler to win a classic, and and to my knowledge, you're the first South Carolinian into the Hall of Fame. How does that talk a little bit about that? How does that make you feel? Just not just to represent fishing, but to represent your state. Well, I, it, I don't. I really don't know how it makes me feel because I, I, I want to pinch myself every day. But I, I do feel. I, I do feel a. I guess. An and. An obligation uh, or the honor to represent my state well and to represent the sport well, and, and I'm going to try my best to do that um, as best I can. But but with my my commentary now on Bass Live and the the, the Bassmaster Show on ESPN two, I, I just want to to help the sport grow and, and to be po- a positive influence towards the sport and, and to to help expose the stars that we have on the Bassmaster Elite Series Trail because we, we have so many and, and up through the high school and college levels and the nation, there are so many bright young young stars and, and, and young men and women that, that have so much ahead of them that, that they don't even realize. I promise you, I, I dream to uh, and pray to, to make one Bassmaster Classic and uh, thought that dreaming an unrealistic dream like winning one or winning the angler year or winning the cup was 
was something that would even never even happen to me because I I didn't think you know I was good enough or had the opportunity because um, whatever reasons. But but it's I am all I can say is I'm I'm truly a testimony to anybody can do it. Just just have that dream and have passion and pursue your dreams and good things can happen. Great things can happen. Absolutely. Just got a just got a very pointed message. Not it's you, but to Neil and I from a Mr. Geddes Brandon says he's going to kill y'all. So <laughs> never know who's well, listening Geddes, when you're on the radio. That's right. Well, Geddes, uh, and like I said, I wasn't going to give him a hard time because I he he and I like to have fun together. And I, my wife tells me, man, you need to lay off those young guys sometime. And and I, I know I give Geddes a hard time, but he's he's another person from South Carolina. It's right in the middle of the the biggest stage of bass fishing and has has represented our state well and and, and get us uh, he he does a lot that behind the scenes when when he's not fishing that, that people most people have no idea how hard he works and his passion for the sport and and when you talk about somebody with passion that that is that's what makes makes people great and that's what makes uh makes life great is to have passion about what you're doing and, and get us is certain one of those one of those people absolutely well look i gotta wrap it up here with you um but man, thanks for taking a few minutes. I hope y'all uh, get back on the fish this after. Maybe it's an afternoon bite, and and y'all will fall well, right back so. into it like you did yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna be the net man for Parker here in just a little bit. I think. Well, good, Davey. Thanks for being on here, Neil. I was gonna say thank you, Davies, for the opportunity, and look forward to seeing you in Knoxville in a couple weeks. That's right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Davey Height. Back with more Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side of the break. Yeah, you'll be driving 55 out there with all this rain and water. <laughs> Appreciate Davey taking some time out of his day to uh, to be on the show with us. I, I had wanted to get him on, and when Neil was coming in, I, and I know how much fun we all have together when we're around, I figured it'd be a a good time. And he's just he is just one of the most humble guys that you'll ever want to you want to talk to. It's not about him, and he feels uncomfortable talking about himself. Oh yeah, he yeah. Does, he does, but he, you know what? He's earned every bit of it. Oh, he though, and he's done a tremendous job, and, and uh, just again, like I said, I remember when uh, I remember when he won the cup in the classic in back to back years, ninety eight and ninety nine, and I remember being in in uh, in college and and uh, following him, and just I just remember how cool that was that that he had, he was a guy that we could follow, somebody close to home that we could all kind of get behind and and keep up with. So that was really really cool. You know, there's another guy in the top 20 from South Carolina. That's Todd Alton from Lake Wiley, who had a had a hammer day on Lake Lanier, and somebody was sitting on the back of the boat the whole day. I didn't sit, no sir. <laughs> I was propped against the butt seat, but I had a front seat, front row seat Saturday when he pulled 17, 17 one uh, to the stage, and he caught like seventeen five on on. Sunday to notch a, a um a six place six place finish but what i would tell you is and i know we don't have enough time to, uh, to discuss it in the show today but the Bassmaster marshal experience is oh, a tremendous i was gonna get you to say just is a, few a tremendous experience i mean i can't i mean i had the opportunity in three days to spend a day of fishing on the boat with with uh chris johnston who finished 10th in the event jay yellis a former Angler of the Year and Classic Champion on Friday, and then Todd Alton on Saturday, 
who ultimately finished sixth in the event. But just the opportunity to go out and listen, and you know this. Somebody said, well, how does it, does it bother you to be in the boat and not be able to fish? And I said, well, heck no, I've been in a boat plenty of times and didn't catch fish. So that part for me was pretty easy. Sure. But just to be in the back of the boat and watch those guys work at their craft, be in their office. And the thing about the Bassmaster Marshall experience, there's not another professional sport out there where you can get that kind of access to the professional doing what he does. And if you, I would challenge you, and we're going to be releasing some information soon because I think there's still spots available for the uh, elite event at Lake Hartwell. So if you're interested in becoming a Bassmaster Marshal, go to Bassmaster.com forward slash Marshall, and that's Marshall with one L. Um, go check it out. Sign up. Be a Marshal. Be a part of the program. It You will not be disappointed. And I've been a part in 2015 and 2018 as a host, uh, tourism director, been a part of hosting two Bassmaster Classics, and I would put the three days I spent in the boat marshalling up against hosting a classic. I mean, it was that much fun. You learn so much. You do. And I mean, just, I, I know to follow loons around. When you see loons, there's bait fish and usually spotted bass. Quick, um, quick story, real quick from Thursday with with Chris Johnston. We had we idled into a pocket, and there was another elite angler in the back of the pocket fishing. And he drops the trolling motor. He turns around, walks back to the, the back of the front deck, and he looks at me and says, there's <laughs> there's a fish under this boat. If he hasn't caught it, we're going to get it and get out of here. And before I could get on the back deck of the boat, he had dropped the trolling motor, skipped a wacky um, worm or wacky rig off the side of the pontoon boat, set the hook, put a fish in the boat, and within two minutes we were headed out back onto the main lake. It was incredible. But you only get to see things like that if you're in the boat with them. And, what a, again, what a tremendous experience. Uh, all three guys that I had the opportunity to ride with were outstanding to uh, communicate, talk with in the boat. But like I said, Bassmaster.com forward slash, forward slash Marshall. Sign up, be a part of the program, and you won't be disappointed. I get to do it in the classics. I don't do... They they open the program up for media members during classics. So I've I've had the opportunity to, to ride around with some greats uh, myself and learn a lot. And the, I'm already looking at the schedule. There is the only event right now that they're full on is Gunnersville in June. Oh, wow. I'm looking at some of the other events because I want to do it again. <laughs> it is addicting, and you get there's a friendship made when you spend a guy uh, that whole day on the. On the boat. Now, there's some things. Look, don't talk until he does. If he's not catching fish, he's not going to be in a good mood. If he's catching fish, he's going to chatter like a little schoolgirl. So it, uh, it's some fun stuff. Absolutely. And thank you for the opportunity yeah. to be a part of this today. And absolutely. can't wait to see you next week. And and let's let's do this again soon. We will. As always, take time to get out there. Time's passing. Uh, take the back roads. Andy Crawford said he slammed on brakes to take a picture of a truck. I said you can't do that on I-26. And don't forget the camera. Be back next week with more Woods and Water, South Carolina.